TV manufacturers are increasing the ads in their smart TV experiences. The screen is becoming a billboard where the ads are difficult to spot and sometimes impossible to avoid. Listen on to learn more. This is Endscreen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at Endscreen Media. And today is August 3rd, 2023. It used to be that when you turned on the TV, the only ads you saw were confined to breaks in the TV channel that you were currently watching. You also had a degree of control over those ads. You could change the channel or you could skip over them if you were watching with a DVR or at least you could mute the sound. Well, those days appear to be over. Ads are invading every aspect of the TV experience. They are leaking out of the channels and into the end interface and they are all over the place in that TV interface. And it's really making the big TV on your wall into a billboard over which you have limited or no control at all. And big TV manufacturers are leaning into the opportunity by cranking up the ads. But before we dig into what they are doing, the fast market is still red hot and it's the top topic by far discussed at the conferences I've attended so far in 2023 and I've been to a bunch. But if you want to keep up to speed on the fast market, if you feel like you've kind of dropped behind, fallen behind of what's going on, or you're new to the market and you want to understand what's going on, you need to watch my class, Getting to Grips with Fast, a primer on free ad-supported streaming TV. Whether you're new to or immersed in the market, we've got you covered. The class defines key terms, explains how the market grew so quickly, reveals the superpower of each of the top fast services, and tells you where the market is headed. It leverages the latest data, putting it in context, so you leave understanding the dimensions of the fast market, why it got that way, and where it's going. To get more details and sign up for the class, visit the End Screen Media Websites Research tab, and the class is right there at the top of the list. Now, back to the podcast. So let's review really quickly how smart TV manufacturers got into the ads business because it's a really been a boon to them. Well, the first thing to understand is that smart TV manufacturers have been dealing with incredibly low profit margins, particularly on cheaper sets for a decade or more. The high margin advertising revenue they've been earning through smart TV interfaces has been a shot in the arm for their businesses. And the manufacturers earn advertising revenue in three main ways. They earn them from ads placed in the smart TV interface itself, from ads run on channels in built-in fast services, that's things like Vizio Watch Free, LG Channels, Samsung uh, TV Plus, uh, and, and others. And, they, and the third way is they get a share of ad revenue from AVOD and fast services running on the TV OS itself. So, those are the three main ways. And make no mistake, 
the advertising opportunity has become critical for smart TV makers. For example, Vizio earned $1.86 billion in 2022. Now, three quarters of its revenue came from selling television sets. Of course, that's what Vizio is famous for, right? However, the company made $312 million in gross profit in 2022 on that $1.86 billion, with 95% coming from its ad revenue-driven Platform Plus business. It made almost no money at all on the sale of the TVs. All of its profit, virtually all of its profit, came from ads. And really, it's the same story over at Roku. If you've been visiting the Endscreen Media website and tracking my postings, you already know what a great job Roku has done reinventing its business from a device manufacturer and seller to a service and advertising-based business. Well, in Q2 2023, the platform business, which is mainly driven by ad sales over at Roku, delivered seven times as much revenue as the devices and all of the profit. In fact, the devices business ran at a 17% loss during the last quarter. So there's two great examples of hardware manufacturers, particularly Vizio as being a strictly smart, smart TV manufacturer. Two great examples of companies that really cannot deliver any profit without that advertising business. And by the way, you can track all the details about what's going on with Vizio and Roku on the end screen media trackers feature. You'll find all of the data that I just talked and a lot more under trackers on end screen media. And Vizio is now really starting to lean into the ads opportunity in its smartcast interface. So since most of the profit comes from advertising for Vizio, the company is really looking to boost the opportunities to advertise in its smartcast TVOS. According to Michael O'Donnell, who's Vizio's chief revenue and strategic growth officer, there was a 53% increase in time spent with the smartcast home screen between Q4 2022 and Q1 2023. Uh, why was there a big increase? Well, users were spending more time looking for something to watch. The company delivered an update to its home screen in Q2 2023, and Mr. O'Donnell saw the update as an opportunity to help users and to boost revenue. He said, and we think it's incumbent on us to leverage our UI to make that easier and more engaging for them. So as consumers spend more time, we're also rolling out a lot of new advertising opportunities. So there you have it. The company sees a way to help you as a user and to help itself with revenue by including more ads when it improves the interface to its smart TVs to make it easier for you to find stuff to watch. Since many of the ads Vizio runs are for media and ent entertainment clients, users might not even be aware that they're being sold to. For example, I have two VMVPD services activated on my Vizio TV and both of them have FS1. Yet when I looked at my Vizio TV last week, there were banner ads promoting Fubo TV, 
which I do not have, as the place to watch the Women's World Cup. So there's a great example of what I call a stealth ad where you may not be aware at all that you're being advertised to. And I think that's the case in many of the advertising opportunities that you will find in smart TV interfaces today. Now, to date, device manufacturers have mostly stuck to using their interfaces for media and entertainment promotion. And in fact, mostly it's to promote content that is available on the platform. So they work with the provider of an app like Netflix or Hulu or somebody like that who has content, who has new content, wants to promote it. They can buy an ad and get that ad run on the Vizio smart TV in that smart TV interface to push people to come and watch that show. Well, that approach is evolving. Over the last Memorial Day weekend at the end of May, Vizio ran a Hero Bar sponsorship ad for Ashley Furniture. Now that Hero Bar, that's that great big space at the top of the screen between the menu and the uh, carousels that has a big image of of a movie or a show or something like that. That's the Hero Bar. And this Hero Bar sponsorship banner for Ashley Furniture was right there. Now it was promoting free viewing of some top titles like Mario Brothers, Valor and The Next Level Chef. So basically, Ashley Furniture was sponsoring viewers, users of the Vizio Smart TVs to watch these shows, I guess, ad free. But it was also an opportunity for Ashley Furniture to tell people about the Memorial Day sales. And the company was pleased with how well the sponsored by banner did for it. Although the home screen ads only generated about 14% of impressions, it turned out that ads that they were placing, say, in Vizio's watch free channels, actually in the video, uh, like more traditional ads, did better from the point of view of impressions. But the home screen had this sponsored banner was responsible for 57% of in-store visits and it also helped drive action when people got to those stores much better than traditional ads. That's a great example of how now we're starting to move out beyond media and entertainment clients in the smart TV interfaces and I think this is something you are going to see evolve going forward. And other smart TV manufacturers are also cranking up the ads. For example, LG CEO William Cho says the TV division will spearhead the company's effort toward becoming a smart life solutions company. As part of the shift, the company is taking the opportunity to pump up the ads on its smart TVs from each of its three business models Uh, that it uses through those TVs. So number one, there will be more ads in the experience delivered by LG's smart TV OS, which is called WebOS. So that's the first thing we can expect, according to Mr. Cho. He says it will also boost the number of channels and possibly the ad load in its built-in fast service LG channels. And third, there will be more ad-supported services available through WebOS. And of course, LG gets a share of 
the ads in those ad supported services. So all of those are going to help drive up the revenue that LG earns from its smart TVs. Now, this has got some people quite irritated. For example, the folks at What Hi-Fi are far from happy with the increase in ads. The company had this to say, considering the high level of ads on screen was a pet peeve of ours expressed in our LG OLED G3 and OLED C3 reviews, we're not entirely on board with this new direction. And I think what this shows is companies like LG and Vizio, because this is one of the biggest profit drivers for their companies or divisions, they are going to push the ads in those interfaces as far as they possibly can to maximize that revenue. And if we want to know just how far companies will go, smart TV manufacturers will go, we don't have to look very far. All we have to do is look at the new free TV from Tele. At least with an LG TV, if you're unhappy with the ad load in the experience, you can switch to a Roku or an Apple TV. You can't even do that if you're using Tele's free TV. Now, remember, Tele is the company that is giving its customers a free 55-inch television. Now, as part of that, you get a big TV screen, you get a sound bar, and there is a thin, long screen that sits underneath the TV where they control and they can put ads. So if you want to see a picture of this, you can just come to the Endscreen Media website and find the posting there for this podcast. And I'll have a picture right there of the telly screen. But according to Next TV, the provider has a long list of conditions to use that TV, including you will use the product as a primary television in your household. So it has to be the number one TV in your home. You will keep the product connected to Wi-Fi and the Internet. Uh, if you don't, they can't deliver their ads and you will not make physical modifications to the product or attach peripheral devices to the product not expressly approved by Teddy. Any attempt to open the product's enclosure will be deemed an unauthorized modification. So there it is. You can't connect Roku. You can't connect an Apple TV. They're probably going to be non-supported peripheral devices to connect to it. Maybe they'll let you connect a CD, a DVD player, who knows. But either way, you have very limited ability to connect peripheral devices onto this television. And that means that hiding from the ads on TeleSer, that, that TeleServes is virtually impossible because you, the viewer, have no control whatsoever over what is displayed on the second screen below the main screen. In other words, the second screen literally is a billboard in your TV room that you can't avoid seeing. But I guess that's the point. If you want a free TV, you've got to watch the ads. So that's about as far as you can go turning a smart TV into a billboard, what telly is doing here. And I think it's fair to say that even more ads are coming to TVs. Ads are creeping into every aspect now of the TV experience, whether the TV is paid for or not. And by the way, when I was talking to an in-screen media employee 
about this article, they were shocked and immediately complained. What do you mean? I'm paying for a television. I'm paying lots of money for a TV. And I have to watch ads from the provider of that TV as well. So it's not just what Hi-Fi is a bit angry about this, this trend in the smart TV industry. It's regular purchases as well. But as I said earlier, we're going to see TV manufacturers, I think, keep increasing and keep pushing more ads into that interface until it really starts to impact us, the viewers, enough that we're willing to take action. And that is buy another TV, go out, go out and connect a different device like a Roku or via TV or something like that that has less ads uh, if we're allowed to. That is if we're not using telly. So being be very conscious about what what's going on with that TV. I'm pretty sure the drive to boost revenue and profitability is going to push manufacturers to continue to increase the ads that you see. And that means that the TV will become ever more like a billboard until we push back. Now, if you'd like a rough transcript or diagrams that might help you understand some of the data I've talked about in this podcast, head on over to the Endscreen Media website and look on the analysis tab for the latest Endscreen noise postings. And while you're there, sign up for the Endscreen Media newsletter. It's free and available in both weekly and daily editions. This has been Colin Dixon, and I'll speak with you again next time. This podcast is the property of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.